Lindell TV is pleased to present the Sentinel Report with your host, Alex Newman. Alex has written for a wide array of publications in the United States and abroad. He currently serves as a contributor to Epoch Times and foreign correspondent and senior editor for the New American Magazine. Alex is the author of several books and has been a guest on countless radio and television programs and is a much sought after conference speaker. Alex is best known for his reporting and research that has exposed the dangers and agenda of globalism. As the father of five children, Alex is working to defend faith, family, and freedoms from the hostile philosophies and ideas that are contrary to the Bible and the United States Constitution. And now, here is your host, Alex Newman. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Sentinel Report. I'm your host, Alex Newman. Thanks for tuning in today. Uh, we're going to start every day uh, today, like we do every day, with a Bible verse. This comes out of Matthew chapter 18. It's in verse 6. Whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin would be better for him to have a great millstone fastened around his neck to be drowned in the depth of the sea. Pretty strong words, a pretty strong warning there from Jesus. Uh, and you'll see why that's relevant. Uh, our guest today is going to talk about what is being done to our children in books. Right? It's been a hot topic with what's going on in the libraries. Well, our guest today has written a book about this. It's worse than you can possibly imagine. Uh, before we get into the news of the day, folks, I want to remind you, go to preparewithsentinel.com. That's preparewithsentinel.com. You get some amazing deals. And, folks, as I was looking through the news today to figure out what to talk about on the show, I saw multiple news reports about food shortages in the United Kingdom. Uh, I've been warning you now for a long time that the global food shortages were already starting to hit. Uh, Reagan, if you can show the uh, screenshots of those uh, news articles, that would be great. Yeah, so here you see uh, now the blame game is going around. Who's responsible for the food shortages? Oh, my goodness, right? Uh, so uh, this is happening now, folks, in the United Kingdom. They're rationing fruits and vegetables at the grocery store. Uh, it's going to get worse. I actually just spoke with uh, Tommy Waller the other day. He's the new head of the Center for Security Policy. We're going to have him on the show here soon. Uh, and he is warning about uh, massive food chaos coming in the not-too-distant future. Um, another headline from today, U.S. cattle inventory sinks to the lowest level since 1962. Uh, folks, I've been worrying about this crisis for years. I've actually been preparing myself and my family for this for years, and it should have been obvious because evil people are deliberately doing this, right? The U.N., the Great Reset crowd over at the World Economic Forum, they want to transform our food supply, uh, which really means uh, eliminate uh, small farmers, small ranchers, and take total control of the food supply and ultimately have you eating bugs. Uh, but in the meantime, it may get really, really, really rough in the intervening years. And so, folks, I encourage you, go to... Uh, preparewithsentinel.com. You'll get great stuff there through My Patriot Supply. That's the company I've been using for years. And if you go through preparewithsentinel.com, you'll get $200 off every three-month emergency food kit. Plus, you'll get a whole bunch of incredible free stuff like what you see on your screen right now. You'll get a free survival kit with guide. Uh, you'll get a 4-in-1 LED flashlight reading lamp, radio with a solar panel and a hand crank. Uh, you'll get waterproof matches, emergency blanket, emergency folding stove, all kinds of stuff that you would want in a crisis situation. Now, uh, you know, being in Florida, we're used to crisis situations. We've got a lot of this stuff at home. But if you haven't thought about these things, folks, this is a great opportunity. If you buy a three-month uh, food kit, that $200 off the usual price, you'll also get, in addition, $200 of free gear like what you see on your screen right now. 
All right, folks, uh, let's get to the news for today. Uh, just yesterday, we had Dr. Peter Bregan, a Harvard psychiatrist on the program. He's the guy who stopped the uh, lobotomizing of patients under the guise of psychiatry. He tried to stop the electroshock torture masquerading as a therapy among the quackery that is the psychiatric industry. Um, he, he was talking yesterday on this program about the dangers of the World Health Organization agreement that is being negotiated right now that Joe Biden is hoping to foist on us. Uh, we talked a lot about the danger from the sovereignty perspective. This would absolutely take a sledgehammer to our self-government. But there's another element here, too, that I just wanted to mention to you guys. Uh, this whole thing is filled with the equity blabber. Uh, under the draft agreement that's already been released, the U.S. would be forced to hand over supplies, medications, uh, countermeasures to the World Health Organization for redistribution even before the needs of Americans were taken care of. Also in this draft is the absolutely absurd claim that intellectual property is a barrier to scientific progress for all. Uh, compare that with what our founding fathers said. They said that we needed an intellectual property protection system. Why to, and I'm quoting directly from the Constitution, promote the useful arts and sciences. So uh, not only does intellectual property not hurt uh, progress, it actually promotes progress. This WHO thing is an abomination, and they're hoping to pass it through without even Senate ratification, folks. So be aware. Get on the phone with your elected representatives. This is absolutely critical. Speaking of globalism and the Biden regime, the Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, Today was posting on Twitter promoting this abomination called the UN Universal Declaration of Human Rights. Today is the 75th birthday of this monstrous document. Check it out. Mr. Secretary General, High Commissioner Turk, President Bollock, fellow members of the United Nations Human Rights Council, we are marking 75 years since the adoption of the Universal Declaration of Human Rights. At its heart is a simple yet revolutionary idea. Human rights are universal. Or as the drafters of the Declaration put it, human rights belong to all members of the human family. And these rights are indivisible, interdependent, and co-equal. These principles were not shaped by any one country, region, or ideology. They were discussed, debated, and meticulously drafted by experts from countries big and small, north and south, centuries old, here. and newly independent. All right, folks, uh, he goes on and on and blabbers for a few more minutes. But I want to share something with you, folks. I've been uh, hammering on this for a long time. The U.N.'s vision of human rights is exactly diametrically opposed to the vision of rights as found in our founding documents. See, our founding fathers said God created you. God gave you rights. Government should protect those rights. These are biblical ideas. God said don't murder, right? That means God gave you a right to life. God said don't steal. That means God gave you a right to property. These are rights that God gave you. They're not given to you by government. Government's role is to punish those who violate these commands because those things are evil. If someone steals from you, the government must punish that evil. If someone kills you, the government must punish that evil. So the, this is the uh, Christian understanding of God-given rights. This is what's in our Constitution. This is actually uh, from the Western tradition. Now, under the U.N.'s perverted vision of human rights, God doesn't give you rights. The government gives you rights. And international agreements and international organizations give you rights. And, of course, they can be restricted, abolished, uh, at will, under virtually any pretext. And if you read the U.N. Universal Declaration of Pseudo-Human Rights, you will see that very clearly. Uh, let me give you an example. If you go to Article 29, the U.N. Declaration of Human Rights says that you cannot use your rights contrary to the purposes and principles of the United Nations. Okay, that's right in the text of the agreement. In other words, you have no rights if the government says you don't or if the U.N. doesn't agree. 
Okay. Uh, imagine like the First Amendment. Congress shall make no law um, infringing on the freedom of speech unless Congress doesn't like that freedom of speech, in which case then you don't have any freedom of speech. Uh, that's how crazy this is, folks. Uh, but it gets worse. Um, not too long ago, the head of the UN actually celebrated the uh, advent of so-called homosexual marriage as a great leap forward for human rights. Can you imagine that? Also, under the guise of human rights, the UN says we need to ban free speech. They need to, they say we need to get rid of our God-given right to keep and bear arms. They say we need to throw out states' rights. They need to, they say we need to throw out um, our due process protections and our right to a trial by jury. And I've written on this extensively for a long time, folks. In fact, they say that corporal punishment of your children is a violation of their human rights. Okay, so folks, this is absolutely crazy. If they want to talk about human rights, they should first worry about their own peacekeeping troops, famous around the world for raping women and children. So um, let's go over to uh, closer to home news. Uh, Governor Katie Hobbs, imposter Governor Katie Hobbs of Arizona, uh, has settled it once and for all. She has spoken. She will not speak about it again. She's not working for the Sinaloa drug cartel. Watch. No, you all have one burning question. I'm only going to answer it once. No, I'm not involved with the Sinaloa cartel. I'm not taking bribes from them, and I'm not laundering their money. So um, just kidding. Anyway. Uh... Okay, well, that settles it. <laughs> right. Uh, folks, I hope you tuned in yesterday for Brennan Howes' show. I was on a panel there with uh, Colonel John Mills and Pete Santilli. Um, I started investigating this over a decade ago. I found out that the Sinaloa cartel was actually tied at the hip to U.S. intelligence. Um, I've written many, many articles about this. The documentation is absolutely clear. Uh, and also the CHICOMs are involved. Uh, you remember Operation Fast and Furious where they were sending weapons to uh, drug cartels in Mexico. Yeah, it's all related, folks. So we'll spend more time on that another day. Uh, a new study just came out from the Manhattan Institute showing that K through 12 schools are actually indoctrinating children into radical and revolutionary political ideologies, the critical race theory, the social justice stuff. All of it, folks, is in there. Uh, 93% of Americans age 18 through 20, said that they learned about this garbage in their government schools. That includes white privilege garbage. It includes systematic racism. It includes nonsense about the evils of the patriarchy, right? The gender stuff, the transgenderism. So, folks, don't believe you're lying politicians. This is absolutely in the school, and it's going to remain in the school as long as we keep trusting government to educate our children. Uh, weird news, the British government, um, in addition to now working on uh, dealing with a food crisis, they wanted to slaughter everybody's cats to deal with COVID. Here's the former health minister admitting it. There was a moment when we were very unclear about whether domestic pets or not could, could transmit the disease. In fact, there was an idea at one moment that we may have to ask the public to exterminate all the cats in Britain. Can you imagine what would have happened if we had wanted to do that? And yet there was, for a moment, a little bit of evidence about that. All so right, that had to be investigated and closed down. <laughs> Come and get my cat, right? Not going to happen, folks. Absolutely not going to happen. But th this is the kind of madness that these politicians will do if they're left to their own devices. Right? If you leave them alone, they will steal all your freedom and they will even come and kill your cats. So uh, they need to be kept on a very short leash. I'm not talking about your dogs. I'm talking about the politicians. Uh, also, folks, uh, the Florida Senate has an interesting bill. It's called the Ultimate Cancel Act, and it would ban any party or organization that was previously involved in supporting slavery in its platform. See you later, Democratic Party. Right, they're not actually going to do it, I'm sure. But uh, nice, nice trolling there. Congratulations to Florida Republicans. Uh, also, uh, Representative Chip Roy, he had some really harsh words for his fellow Republicans in Congress in the House of Representatives who are hoping to do absolutely nothing and spit on your face and tell you that it's raining. Yeah, watch. No more games as I saw unfold today on the floor of the House of Representatives where lies and misrepresentations were made 
about legislation, specifically for personal reasons, to take down an amendment. An amendment, by the way, designed to ensure that the executive orders that are driving up inflation that this majority said they wanted to expose out of the current president and our Democratic colleagues on the other side of the aisle, that they would exempt emergency executive orders, exempt national security-related executive orders, the very kinds of emergency executive orders that have been killing this country for as long as I can remember and specifically for the last several years through the COVID pandemic and emergency responses. Executive orders forcing needles into the people's arms. And if they say no and they can't carry out their livelihoods, shrinking the labor supply, driving up the cost of goods and services by shutting down the greatest economy in the history of the world. My colleagues on this side of the aisle today ran away, ran away from actually holding the executive branch responsible. Why? For petty, personal, political reasons. That ain't going to fly. That's not going to be the way this works. Leadership is something that is observed and followed. It is not an anointed position. We can cut. All righty, folks. Powerful, powerful warning there to rhinos in the House of Representatives. Leadership, we're looking at you. Also, bankruptcy filings are surging all across the United States. They're at the highest level now since 2009. Federal Reserve and Biden administration are tinkering with different things. And, of course, it will always end in disaster when central planners are messing around. Even if they were well-intentioned, they had always produces disaster. But we know they are not well-intentioned in this case. And finally, folks, before we go to our guests today, I want to show you uh, a video that was smuggled out of a January 6th gulag showing some of these imprisoned men praying for their country, for the nation's leaders, and for all of us. Check this out. Everybody's outside right now. Mickey and a whole bunch of uh, other people are outside. We love you, Mickey. Love you, Mickey. Love you, Mickey. Yeah, and so we're going to, Julian's going to lead a prayer. And then we're going to do what we do every night at 9 o'clock is sing the national anthem. Very proud. And we're talking about how many. We're doing our own little photo shoot here for you on the reverse side of this. And I'm waiting at it right now, so you're going to see this in the future. There it goes. It's going to be pretty cool. So uh, I've got Julian Cater here, and he's going to do the uh, prayer to start us off, and then we're going to do the national anthem. In the name of the Father, and His Son, Jesus Christ, and of the Holy Spirit, let us pray. Thank you for this experience, God, that we may get to grow and have a chance to become better men and more humble followers of your word and your will. Even though we may not fully understand it, or see the whole path yet, we have full faith and confidence that you have a plan for us. I'd like to pray for our broken nation, O God. May every soul come to know the love and grace of your only Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He is the good shepherd. He is the true vine, the lion of the... All righty, folks, powerful stuff. Uh, those are, of course, the political prisoners rotting away in federal gulags, as uh, in many cases they, they sit around now for almost two years with no trial. We must not forget them in our prayers. And um, 
you'd hope some of these people in Congress would do something about it. All right, folks, we're going to go to break. We're going to be right back with two very special guests to talk about what they're doing to our children. Stay tuned. Are you concerned about your child's education? Are you considering removing your children from the failing public schools? Greater Than I Ministries can help by giving you 15% off our Thinking Like a Christian Biblical Worldview video series and a free home educator's kit as a bonus for your purchase. This powerful video series will thoroughly equip you and your family with the truth that you need to fight the battle of ideas warring against our families. And our free home educator's kit will instantly connect you with the resources you need to take control of your child's education. Just go to gtimin.com and click the Buy Now button at the top. Choose the DVD or the streaming version. Then enter the promo code NEWMAN at the checkout for your 15% discount. That's gtimin.com. Click the Buy Now button at the top. Choose the format you wish and enter the promo code NEWMAN at the checkout to receive our free Home Educators Kit and 15% off our Thinking Like a Christian Worldview video series. You'll be glad you did. Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The my pillow guy. And you're looking good. He's still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever. My pillow 2.0. When I invented my pillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. My pillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. My pillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of my pillow. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a MyPillow or not, you need to get the brand new MyPillow 2.0. Call or go to MyPillow.com now. Use your promo code, and for a limited time when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. You're sleeping even better. And cooler, too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit MyPillow.com. The Homegrown Generation Family Expo is back. The Homegrown Generation Family Expo is a live and fully interactive online conference coming March 6th through 9th. The conference will feature many of today's most popular speakers addressing the most important issues that homeschool families face. And every session will give you the opportunity to have your questions answered. Registration is now open at homegrowngeneration.com. Use the coupon code NEWMAN to save $10 on registration today. It'll be four days of nonstop encouragement and fun that you can enjoy from the comfort of your home. Registration includes lifetime access to every session. Mark your calendars for March 6th through 9th and visit homegrowngeneration.com to register today. All right, welcome back to the Sentinel Report, everybody. I'm Alex Newman, your host. We have two very special guests with us today. Our first guest is Deborah DeGroff. Uh, She is a wife and grandmother. She became interested in the subject of children's books when her oldest child started reading. Uh, While reading the then-current literature of the 1980s, she noted a contrast between those books and the books that she had read as a child. And so she looked into it more. Curiosity shifted into concern. And then she started a lifetime of research. And uh, her work is just unbelievably important, folks. So she's got a book called Between the Covers, What's Inside a Children's Book. Uh, Reagan, if you can get that up and throw it on the screen as soon as you have it, that would be great. Uh, You can find it at whatsinsidechildrensbooks.com. Hugely significant. Also with us is Linda Goodsmith. She is a a returning guest. She's the author of a number of books, including these children's books here that I absolutely love, uh, Mimi's Strategy. I read these to my kids. They they can't get enough of them. Papa, Papa, can we read Mimi's Strategy? Uh, They just love it. Uh, Ladies, welcome to the program. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, 
Debbie, let's start with you. Um, you have been exploring what is inside these children's books. Uh, and obviously, we, we know now there's a lot of pornography. There's a lot of inappropriate subjects. But it goes even even beyond that with the manipulation of words and the manipulation of thought. Uh, share with us what you think is the agenda here be, be behind uh, what's going on in our children's books. Well, first of all, we have to go back to your subject. And that's the work you did with Sam Blumenfeld on reading. And we deliberately dumb the children down. And I'm so pleased to see Linda there today because she was the one who got excited actually about my work on reading levels. And I think that would be a good subject to to start with. Um, if we can do that, is that okay? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Please go ahead, Debbie. All right, I would like to quote Sam Blumenfeld from his book, The New Illiterates and How to Keep Your Child from Being One, Becoming One. He says, there's probably no way more calculated to confuse, discourage, and finally frustrate a child than teaching him to read via the whole world word method. Not only does this method not teach the child to read, but it places almost insurmountable obstacles to his ever learning to read. And the amazing thing is not how many children fail to learn how to read by this method, but how many manage to circumvent the method and learn to read despite it. And I can almost hear him saying those words. So, yep. Um, and, and, and folks, if you haven't read that book yet, I highly encourage it. The New Illiterates. I actually have it behind me. Um, I, I learned so much from that book. It's just, it's mind blowing. He wrote it back in the 1970s, and yet they're still using this quackery today. Um, but so, Debbie, all right, we, so they're, they're dumbing the kids down with the methods they're teaching, they're using to teach reading. Uh, to what end? For what purpose? Where is this going? Well, it's easier to control them. When they went to the whole word recognition, of course, they dumbed down the literature. You know, in the early 1900s, kids read classics for fun. You know, this was pleasure reading. And now it's almost unheard of to see high schoolers reading your classics. So what they've done, they've, they've dumbed the books down with a controlled vocabulary. And then how they uh, do a mind shift on your children is mainly by omission. So, for example, last weekend, I just read a book about a Syrian family who came to the United States. Now, I read and reread those sections, and as near as I can tell, it would have been on a tourist visa, which has a, a limit. I think it's 90 days. But in the book, they leave out all of those information or questions, and so all of a sudden, the girl is in public school. Well, how did that happen if you're on a tourist visa? And also, her mother was pregnant, so we now have a new United States citizen. But see, none of these arguments are brought up. All of this information is kept away from the children, and the only thing they get is that emotional bond with the character. And somebody has bullied the character, and so now they are a defendant. And nobody should bully anybody or treat anybody unkindly. But they're using these children to uh, make rules not apply to certain groups of people. Yeah, so, and, and uh, go ahead, Debbie. Well, I, I'm just saying we're, we're very caught up and should be in the obscenities. Of course we should be. I mean, you know, it's horrifying, and obscenities is not technically protected free speech. But the ideologies are 
worse in shaping your children indoctrination. Sometimes parents look at a book and if it has no profanity and it has no sex in it, they think it's a good book. Okay. And when you're dealing with your picture books and your juvenile books, you're typically not dealing with sex or profanity, but these are the ones who are molding your children. They're not equipped. They do not know history. They do not own all these things that you do. And so they are being changed and the parents do not realize what happened. This can happen to homeschoolers too, who were turned loose in a library where parents assume that the books are safe and neutral. Yep. And, and folks, parents, if you have kids or grandparents, if you have grandkids, uh, pay close attention here. Uh, this is undoubtedly uh, going to affect you or already has. Uh, Linda, let's go to you. Uh, you're actually working on a new book. I hope I'm not stealing your thunder here, but you're working on a new book. It's not published yet called Space is No Longer the Final Frontier. Reality is about this really horrifying effort to, to break down the most basic identities of children, even like, you know, their gender, their sexuality. Uh, talk a little bit about what you think they're doing to our children and the role of the schools and the school books that are that are being pumped into the classrooms and the libraries well i think that what deborah brought up it's all everything is connected and that what people really need to understand to understand the whole gestalt of all of this is that globalism is a replacement ideology that seeks to replace the current westphalian system of independent sovereign nations with one world planetary governance. So dumbing the kids down, um, teaching sight words instead of phonics so that kids can't read, all of this is part of it. Um, education it was understood to, to be a, uh, the prime mover because children live what they learn. So the globalists asymmetric warfare on children, it's psychological warfare. And it is information that seeks to replace parental authority with the authority of the state. Now, this is a very important thing to understand because if you don't understand the malevolence of this, you think, oh, oh, they're still teaching sight words. Well, they'll think of a new way to do it. No, they knew in 1956 that Johnny couldn't read with Fleisch's book. So yes. why, 70 years later, are they still teaching uh, reading with sight words? English is a phonetic language. It is the most fundamental thing to teach a child to read phonetically. Yes. So why aren't they doing it? Well, at this point, you have to say, if you want to know the motive, look at the result. You've got massive functional illiteracy in this country because kids can't read. And now they show icons of things instead of um, reading a word. Why? Because that comports to the whole sight word malevolence. Now, think about this. When a child learns to read, they can read anything. That means the entire world of information is open to them. But if you're a globalist who wants totalitarian, totalitarian control of the world, you want to control the information. So the best way to do it is to have people not be able to read. They're functionally illiterate. The, the yeah. statistics on this in this country are absolutely staggering. And I, I can't say it enough that now what's happening is that the uh, people, young people have gone through the American educational system 
which no longer teaches basic skills, which is what every child needs to learn to succeed in life. Okay, reading, writing, arithmetic, it opens the whole world of information. So, you know, you have to say why. And then Mr. Tune in. I trust, trust me, we're going to have a scoop at the top eight. We're going to have a scoop. These teachers still do it. I mean, it's like talking about these doctors that are still jabbing people with mRNA quote vaccines, the, the vaccines that are not vaccines. You have to wonder why, where is this all coming from? And for me, it just seems that we have to take a step back and realize that the globalist objective is one world government. So we have to think of everything that's happening, whether it's political medicine, politicized education, um, no matter what, we have to think about it in terms of war games. And once you understand that we are a world at war, because national sovereignty is under attack, okay? Once you understand that these are war games, then you understand why if Johnny couldn't read in 1956 and they're still doing the same thing in 2023, that's weaponized education. Yeah, it absolutely is, Linda. Uh, we're just about out of time, uh, ladies. Um, a, a lot of what you guys were talking about, we actually Sam Blumenfeld and I actually covered in this book, Crimes of the Educators. It's available on Amazon. You can get it on our website, LibertySentinel.org. If you go to the shop, uh, we'll ship you an autographed copy. Uh, but, ladies, uh, I'm sorry we ran out of time. There's so much more to talk about. Uh, Linda, we actually just published one of your articles on my website, I think today, about how they're disappearing all the dates from the news articles. I mean, so many issues. We'll have to get you guys back. Uh, Debbie, what's the best place to get your book uh, between the covers? Well, the only place you can get the book is on my website, whatsinsidechildrensbooks.com. I do have a Kindle version for international orders because of the shipping uh, available on Amazon, but the book on my website. Parents, if you have kids, if you're grandparents, if you have grandchildren, get a copy. I'm telling you, uh, it's a very, very serious warning. And uh, Linda, what's the best place to get these and the other wonderful things you do? Uh, Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, and of course they're uh, available to be ordered any bookstore in the entire world if you don't want to go to Amazon or Barnes and Noble. Excellent, Linda Goodsmith, <laughs> Debbie DeGroff, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for all the work. Hopefully, we'll get you back very soon to break this down even further. God bless you both. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank folks. you. Bye-bye. We are, we are out of time for today. I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. Support our advertisers. Go to MyPillow.com. Get yourself some pillows. Uh, I mean, you're going to need pillows anyway. Uh, go to MyStore.com. Use that promo code Newman and get all kinds of great products. See you again tomorrow, God willing. Until then, God bless you all. Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The MyPillow guy. And you're looking good. Still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever, MyPillow 2.0. When I invented MyPillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. MyPillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature-regulating thread. MyPillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of MyPillow. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a MyPillow or not, you need to get the brand new MyPillow 2.0. Call or go to MyPillow.com now. Use your promo code, and for a limited time when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. 
You're sleeping even better. And cooler, too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit MyPillow.com.